sugar cookies right there. That's sugar cookies. What it do? What it do? What's up, y'all? It's your boy D Walt. And it is your girl, Lady Ray, and this is the Champagne and Sugar Cookies Podcast, brought to you in part by your favorite two cousins. Raven, what's up? What's good, D? You know, you know me. I've been chilling. How, how you week been? Hey, I'm finna say happy Friday. Happy Friday. Hello. It was cool. It was straight, you know. Um, I ain't really do nothing. You still been you getting know? active? Um, you know, it's crazy. I have, but I kind of been messing up on my diet. So I feel like um when you when you working out but you're not eating as clean, like right. if you eating too much meat, like it's not gonna make a difference. Yeah. So I mean next week I uh, you it's I mean, I'm not saying that you just gotta eat perfect, but you know what I'm saying, definitely have a balance. Uh no, nah, I ate an impossible. Let, let me tell you where my downfall was. I I went to Burger King, right? Because I didn't feel like going to the grocery store. Once Burger King got an impossible whopper, it went down every after that. Went down. Yeah, I don't know how you eating that mystery meat from Burger King anyway. Those are fire. You gotta go home and get your cheese though, because yeah. cheese at Burger King is three dollars for some reason. Yeah, I ain't fooling Burger King. Yeah. How was your week? My week been good. I've I've been just chilling, just been relaxing, been staying consistent with these these goals I've been, you know what I'm saying, right now. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, we staying consistent, man. Facts. All twenty all twenty-three. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys have had a wonderful week. Um, staying consistent. Uh, if you are new here, if this is your new your first time listening to us, welcome. Go ahead and follow us because I promise you I love us and you're going to love it here. Whatever you're listening to, hit that follow button, okay? And if you are a loyal listener, a favorite cousin, we love y'all. Appreciate y'all for supporting us. Uh, reaching out to us, sending this out to your friends and family, watching us grow, helping us grow. We love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, appreciate that for real. Mm-hmm. So, D, let's go ahead and get into this one news. Well, what we got to talk about, Raven? What the, what's been going on? Okay, let's start off. Let's start off. Okay. So, Monique does not want to be in an open marriage anymore. I didn't even know she was in open marriage. She don't even seem like the open marriage type of girl. I didn't even know she was married. Everybody knows she was married. We, I didn't know, I didn't she, know was she was married. married. I didn't know she was married. I didn't know she was married for that long. She's been <laughs> married to a man named Sidney Hicks since 2006. So this uh. is like time. Like, I ain't know that she been married that long. This is like queen of comedy times. She's been married. Mm. But she said that, you know, in the beginning stages of their marriage, she decided that she wanted to be in open marriage or whatever. Uh, because she did still have an ex that she was still having dealings with. And um, she's like, I'm, I want both of y'all type shit, you know? And she said, fast forward to today's time, 2023. 23. <laughs> and she said, I want to close the marriage. I I love him more. He stood beside me through a whole lot of shit. And so I want to close the marriage. I love him for real this time. What okay now <laughs> D, what do you think? 
Oh man, I'm just I don't know. I you know how I feel about certain stuff, and it's just all this did was just add another reason as to why um, you don't want to get married. Yeah, <laughs> you learn something new every day. <laughs> something new, like they do something drastic every single day. I just um. My question is, right, because what if he say no? Because it was her idea to be for the marriage to be open. So what if he like, nah, I got like two girlfriends on the side. Yeah, like, and, nah, and they ain't going nowhere. They love I, me. Yeah, I, nah, <laughs> just because you done got into it with your nigga don't mean that you finna just come over here and focus on me now. <laughs> nah, That's what it nah, sound like. Sound yeah. like she done got into it with the nigga. Mm-hmm. That's what it sound like. She ain't got into it with a boyfriend. It's like, fuck you, I'm finna go be with my husband, Charles. Like that's what it sound like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> married people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so next. Six Hellcats were stolen in under 60 seconds at a Kentucky dealership. I see. We're gonna say Look. it at the same time. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Three, two, one. Inside job. Damn, uh, dude. <laughs> oh, I don't look, look, hey. When I seen the video, I said, "Give me one, please." It's an inside <laughs> job. Give me inside one. Job. There's no way that went on inside told. job. It's an insurance claim. I don't care what nobody say. They went in there. They move. did shit in under sixty seconds. Move. Go on in sixty I'm seconds. I've seen the movie. Perfect, perfect GTA setup. I'm talking about you and these niggas from practicing for like months mm-hmm. on this heist they went in there they got the <laughs> keys they know exactly where the keys were to each car I, I wouldn't know exactly where the keys were to each car and they did that and got out of there took six hellcats in under 60 seconds fuck out of here that's the inside job <sighs> yep I, I want one call me scooby-doo I got it <laughs> hey, this ain't time to be solving no crimes Hey, that's look, what happened. I'll take one of them. Hell, give me a red one with the that's red eye. With the red eye. <laughs> that's what happened. That's the inside job. They be wilding, man. Yeah, and then and then they didn't even like bust. You know they say though, them like, like the movies. Yeah, I don't know how true it is. They say them want to like the, them dodge just, just some just some easy cars to take. Yeah, uh, and and people was like, okay, don't they have trackers and shit? These niggas so goddamn smooth. I don't, and that's what I'm saying. This is an inside job, y'all. Cause they got the keys and they like went into some app. It's some dodge. I don't, I don't know if it's dodge. I don't know. It's something, but you can like disassociate the tracker. It's some type of app that they can. You know what? You know what? Uh, Duty Hauser, uh, Raven, Matlock, you, you might be right. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's no way that wasn't no inside job. Or it's somebody who used to work there. One of them. Well, don't even put your head on. It's all this crime. Tell me, I should have been the folks. <laughs> There's no reason I should have been the folks. So I got it. Shut the fuck up. I got it. Um, wouldn't want to be in the folks during this. Okay, so y'all, I know y'all been seeing that stuff with the cartel and these four black people. Um, if you haven't already heard, it was um a lady. And three gentlemen, um, they went over to Mexico. The lady, she was originally going over there, but to get a tummy tuck. And the guys were going over there for support. Um, how long was they over there? 
Because it was like immediately, right? The same. I don't day, know if they was in that. I don't even know if they was in that twenty minutes. I, yeah, I don't think because once you get people who traveling, because I planned on going to Cabo this uh for my dirty thirty this year, but who not going is me. We not going to Mexico no more, more, more. <laughs> I'm not going. Okay, so I think it's when you get past fifty miles in Mexico, U.S. can't go over there and touch you. Like Mexico gotta like do it and shit. So I think they because they weren't even where they were supposed to be. They like just got there and they actually got kidnapped. Now two of them have the man at one man and the woman have already like been found. They were killed and stuff. Where's the other two at? I thought they sent them back. They cool, they good. Yeah, I thought, yeah, they gave them back, you know, because uh, so, it had came out that, you know, the, they gave them back, and then they also gave up the people that did the shit. Yeah, so, yeah, so the cartel obviously has morals, because... That's um, good, I didn't know that. I didn't know I didn't that, know that I've either. heard some horror stories about them, so I didn't, didn't know, know that they had um, an HR team. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I did not know they had an HR team. Okay, so HR was like, Y'all doing too much. Went and got them from their post. And um, it was five cartel members. They the, the cartel tied them up and gave them to the police with a letter that said they are going against our policy. This does not, their actions does not reflect the cartel organization incorporated. Yeah, they 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 basically saying they doing too much. They was doing too much, and and don't come for us. They are Please. on their own. They, they on their own. That's some, like the cartel be seeming more gangster than gangster as the days go by. Because I ain't never seen no shit like that. Yeah, send them back. They sent them. That's tough. That is like wow. But I mean, but, you gotta um, have you got you need justice for this fa- for the families over there because that was wild. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we don't know the reason behind any of this but you do need some justice so right for the, for the family it's probably no reason at all because you know like everybody be hearing like cartel memberships be doing shit like they be like especially like when they was like um a month ago when was that when the uh the main cartel dude his son had got uh, arrested they was stealing planes and shit oh yeah 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 like i don't know you always hear that this is where they they draw the line on black people amazing they do fuck with us I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. But condolences to that family. Yeah, for, for sure, families. for real. Yeah, so D. Raven. What's up, D? You know, I'm excited about this episode. Man. And I'm always excited about episodes, but. But for real, this time, for real, for real. For real, for real, this time, I'm, I'm really <laughs> excited. You know, we got a special guest on the show, and he took the time to come on the show and rock yes. with us. So, what we got today, Raven? Okay, y'all, listen, and I'm just going to do a whole honorable, he don't know that he our cousin, because this is the people's <laughs> podcast, but y'all, and I know, listen, listen, why am I nervous? Why? Hold on, because I'm so, I'm trying not to be fanned out, y'all, because I'm so excited, y'all. Okay, listen, okay, boom, so Jaquavis Coleman is in here with us right now. Go ahead and just, just breathe. <laughs> Cause I'm well, trying not to be fanned out, but I'm so excited, and I had so many questions, and I'm trying not to already get to them. Nice. <laughs> it's, it, listen, it's a pleasure 
to be on. <laughs> and let, let's just kick it. Let, let's kick it. <laughs> What's up, brother? Okay. How you how you been, man? I'm good, D. How you doing, man? Man, I can't complain, man. Life is good. So, you know, we just gonna rock with it. Right, we good. is. Good. What we got for okay. him, Raven? You know, we don't okay. hold back on our guests. We hit him with an right. icebreaker. What it is. Right. So, okay. So, we're going to start out. Uh, we're going to start out with an icebreaker. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So, the icebreaker is, what scary movie would you survive in? All of them. All <laughs> them now, you got to pick one. Right. And you got to say why. All right. Let me see. All right. The, uh, the Freddy Cougar movies. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I won't go to sleep. I mean, I won't go to sleep. You gotta go to sleep. How you not gonna go to sleep though? Perks? So, nah, nah, ain't <laughs> uh, nah, nah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a coffee drinker, right? So maybe I just implement that. And, um, you know, shit. I don't know, man. I don't even watch scary movies. <laughs> what? Coffee God. gonna keep you up for months? Man, I don't know. I, I don't fuck with scary movies, so that's probably the only one I know. Yeah, I okay. feel. Yeah, all right. I feel. So, so <laughs> good question though. Good question. <laughs> so, Quavis, a little backstory on you, man. A couple questions. How old are you, and where are you from? All right, so I'm 38, <clears throat> and I'm from Flint, Michigan. Born and raised, Flint, Michigan. Flint, yep. Michigan, born and raised. So, what's some little backstory on Flint, Michigan? Like as far as just hardships growing up and the things that you face coming up. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you know, Flint's small, right? We we're, mm-hmm. we're about an hour north of Detroit, and um, you know, it's like if you if you meet one person from Flint, you you meet them all, right? We uh, you know, we ain't really had a the racially divided territory, right? It's like we all was poor, <laughs> and uh, you know, I know some white boys that get busy like us, so um, it was that type of town, man, like. It's, it's a lot of love there. Um, and, you know, we, we don't play. Like, it's, it's a whole bunch of lions there. So it's a lot. Okay. But um, I love it. And, you know, everything I really experienced there, it, like, it gave me the ammunition to write, right? Cause really? When, yeah, yeah, absolutely. When I was younger, um, you know, I'd be in fucked up situations. And, I, you know, I'd be like, damn, why I'm doing this? Why I'm going through this? Right? It seemed like I was like marked but as i got older all them shits turned into stories then it all made sense it all made sense after that so yeah yeah that's so so, okay so you get your inspiration from like your childhood and your stories and your books okay y'all if y'all don't know who jaquavis is by now um he is a really good author like i'm when i say i don't read how many books have you wrote? Because I done read like 20. Yeah, 52. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I need to get on the rest of them, but yeah, I've read a lot of books. And so you get most of your inspiration from Flint? Yeah, well, absolutely. Like Flint. It's real life? Yeah, I mean, most of it. Most of it. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I try not to write about shit I don't know about. Right. Mm. Yeah. So everything you get from me is something I experienced personally or somebody very close to me where I can get the ins and out, ask questions and really write from an authentic place. Right. Like, say, even if you look on my Instagram, right. And if I say 
one of my characters went to Cuba to find a plug. If you go to my mm-hmm. Instagram, you're going to see that I went to Cuba, right? If, if I say um, a male and his female interest flew to Rome for dinner and, you know, stayed for a couple of days and I, you will see me and my wife in Rome. There's this all shit on my Instagram. We document everything. Um, I just went to Dubai like three weeks ago. So you got to, you got to know <laughs> that Dubai is going to be in my next book, you know? So that's what I think, you know, really separates us from other authors. We really, um, we live it, then we write it, not the other way around. Mm. Mm. That's dope. Yeah. It is. That's dope. It so, is. so, so coming up, did you always have a passion for writing? Hell no, I did. Hell no. I what? <laughs> Listen, so, so check this out, man. Like, I never was a all A student. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I never got an A in anything except English. Never, right? So, I'm, I'm gonna tell you how that came about, right? Like, I, I used to be bad as hell. Like, you know, I was raised in a foster home, so you know how that is. You come to school mad, you know. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying? And um, I used to get in trouble every time I come to school. I get kicked out. This is about third grade. I come to school, get kicked out come to school get kicked out so it was an english teacher her name was mildred robinson god rest her soul she um she she knew my situation she knew i was in foster home so she went to the principal and said stop kicking that boy out just let him serve his suspension in my class you know because she knew i was going back to some shit that was worse right so i would get kicked out and i go and sit in her class she teach the english class so Students come in and out, but I'm staying in that English class all day. So if she tell them to do a writing assignment, I had to do it. If she tell the next class to do a writing assignment, I had to do it as well. So that created like repetition, right? And through that, I got a passion for writing. And you know, by by the time I was in sixth grade, I was writing at a college level because I had so much uh, repetition and practice under my belt. And um, that's how I got into writing. I ain't no brainiac nerd. I ain't no motherfucker that came, you know, through with a silver spoon and raised off a silver spoon. And and my parents paid for me to, you know, go to the best schools. No, no, I came from the block. I came from the hood. At the worst schools, I just had English in my soul from going to the English class. Like every, like, you know, elementary, I think you go until you in sixth grade. So... You know, that was my favorite teacher. She taught me so much. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. it mean a lot to me. She means That's dope. <clears throat> yeah, it is. That's yeah. dope. Is. So, 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 so fast forward, you know. So, so you and Ashley were the first authors to get signed by Cash Money. So, how has that whole experience been? And how did they even come about? Yeah, well, listen, man, we, we've been writing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right? So, we got our deal when we was like 18, right out of high school. Mm. Mm. And um, like <sighs> cash money um, came about, like I ran into baby and he like, man, you know what you doing? How you get money? And I was like, yo, I write books. And he's like, oh yeah. And I told him how much we getting, right? And he he didn't believe me. So he kind of counted the numbers. He saw what I was doing. He said, yo, I'm, we going to start a publishing company. And um, you know, the rest is history, man. We uh, got signed money content and we sold a lot of books over there. We sold like, you know, I, well, I don't want to say the numbers, but we did fairly well. You know, that that's my partner to this day, man. I just wrote a script for him, him and young boy, uh, NBA young boy. 
And um That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super dope. Yeah. Okay. So all right, so Jaquavius, we asked our audience give us questions that to ask you, right? Okay. Collective, even though it was a lot of responses, everybody asked the same question basically. Okay. And it was when is there going to be a cartel TV series? Like with the snowfalls and the BMFs yeah. and all that out. It's like everybody wanna see the cartel series. Everybody wanna see this. Yeah. I mean the the opportunities have came. Like we had a lot of opportunities to turn it into a, a television show and a film. But right, we we just like it. It has to be the right situation, and uh, we right. actually we have a situation like we we just signed a situation that's going to be very big, right? And and we've been waiting on it for years, you know. So this one um is going to be you know a, a passion project for us. It's going to be big, um, notable names. On Tubi, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh we, we finally found the right spot. And um yeah, yeah, it it'll be coming soon. That's my okay. work. So yeah, okay. y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Right. Okay. <laughs> now, okay, so it, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. Okay. Now, if you had to choose, who would you choose to be Mia Moore and Carter? Um that's a good question, right? Because hmm. because you can't play with them too. Like these gotta be perfect. Yeah, gotta do it right. Um, you know what? I like uh Devonte Rhodes uh, for Carter. He played at Moonlight. Um, I, oh, I just, the main dude, the main yeah. uh, the dark skinned dude. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I, okay. Yeah, I like. Okay. And um, for the female, I like Tessa Thompson. Um, who else? Really, to to me, it don't matter. Like if if they have a name or not, I just want them to be able to portray well. Deliver. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. you know, it's it's a slippery slope. I don't really want to say names because if it don't end up being that person, I don't want them to look up this shit. Like, man, you want it? Whoop de whoop. We we gonna we gonna keep it right there. But I just want a a person or people to be able to convey what we wrote about. You know, so. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, it's Ray and D. Maybe y'all motherfuckers can get on there. Hey, hey, hey. You know listen, we here. <laughs> man, listen. Maybe it's y'all. y'all. You never know. Because if I'm just in the background at, at the Starbucks, <laughs> they, they doing a whole shootout, I'm over there. I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> All right. We're going to look into that. <laughs> so, so who would you say, like, your, your audience is? Like, who, who, What's what's your role, your lane? Well, like, you know, to be honest, man, I just feel that we we talk to the people, but we whisper to the streets, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's a lot of people that read our books and love it, but the the females and the guys that really been through it, we put stuff in there that they know it's coming from a real place because they like, yo, you have to know. I'm sorry, you have to have lived that to know that right mm-hmm. always put stuff in our books like that like it's one of those things if you know you know you know what I'm saying and um you know we I can't really pinpoint our demographic like real people read our shit like the real right 
You know what I'm saying? And I, I met 12 year olds. That's real. I met 80 year olds. That was real. But I think mm. that's the thin thread that connects all of our audience. They they come from a real place. Yeah, that's dope. Because when we when we polled this, you know, I put it on Facebook, you know, and I was like, man, we we interviewing uh, Jaquavis. When I tell you, people came out the woodworks. Man, listen, <laughs> woodworks. <laughs> <laughs> people I don't even I don't even engage with on Facebook and Instagram came out the woodworks. D D D D D. I'm like, oh yeah, he wasn't playing <laughs> yeah. when he said he got people that you know that really fuck with him. No, for real. And it's like what's so crazy is um, how I started reading books is because like I was working at the prison, and I'm talking. You know, you you doing that time with them. You doing half their time with them. You yeah. in there. 12 plus hours when i say you're you have a huge fan base when i say it was it was wonderful to see though because for real for real i seen people men who were you know got lots of young and did not read a lot you know they was knuckleheads in school got kicked out got and start got locked up and stuff right yeah they weren't really big readers and they started reading your books right and calm down like they would just be reading wow. And it would be like a transition. Now they're starting to read other books. It's a, like when I say, I would tell them, hey, this is this is like real life, like a movie. It's entertaining. You will enjoy reading this. You'll relate to it. And they'll real deal start reading these books. It was to the point like, um, because if anybody works in security or in corrections, you don't supposed to read books. Like officers <laughs> don't. And yeah. I risk my job every day. Listen, <laughs> because I was like, I would go and I was like, I just finished. I just finished this book. I need to go find somebody with the other one. And so I would literally go to somebody Barrett's, find a different book, and then go in front of the camera, shake it out so everybody know I ain't trafficking the train, and then go back to my post and read the book all day. That literally <laughs> was my life when I used to work there because I was just so addicted to these books. <laughs> nah, I appreciate that. That's yeah. dope. That's love. That's dope. Yeah. It was crazy, man. It's crazy. So, what was your biggest fear when you were writing your first book? Like, when was the the first book you wrote? How old were you, and what was your biggest fear? All right, so it's it's a is it this story kind of is is close to me, right? Um, my me and my wife, man, I met her when I was like uh, sixteen. She was fifteen. You know, I mean, our story is documented. Like the New York Times um, made a story about our life, so I, I won't get into that, right? But um, I was in the streets heavy, and um, we had moved out with each other at a young age. You know, we we had our own spot when we was like seventeen, something like that. And um, we used to read books together all the time. That that was our thing. Like I I'd be in the streets. Um, I get home, she'd have a book ready. But, you know, she would buy them in pairs so we can read it and then talk about it. Right. And, um, you know, you know how if you're young and you living in a house with your girl for the first time, you know what y'all doing all day. Right. That, you know what I'm saying? It's like in-house. So we, we was doing that and she eventually got pregnant. Right. And um, she ended up having an eptopic pregnancy. Right. Mm -hmm. so that's that's mm -hmm. the baby gets stuck in the fallopian tube. So we had to abort the baby. Right. But, um, you know, it really broke her down. She was looking forward to it. Um, and she kind of I don't want to say she got depressed, but she just was in a state that I have never seen her in, like crying every day, 
um, just not being herself. But um, I, I try to think of something that would take her mind away from it. And she's very competitive. <laughs> my wife is a my wife is an amazing woman. She's she's so um, aggressive when it comes to success and competition. So I'm like, all right, yo, let's let's put a bet down. Let's both write a book. I bet you mine is better than yours. Now I'm only doing this because she's crying every day, and I'm trying to like get her mind off of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, she she perked up and said, "Wait, well, nigga, I could write a better book than you." You know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I like all right. You start one, I start one. So she started writing. I started writing. You know, but I was in the streets all day, so I would come home and I read her shit, and I write mine. And she'll read mine, and she's like, yo, this is the best shit I ever read. And I tell her, like, yo, this is the best shit I ever read, right? So we start, like, merging the stories together. And, listen, we locked ourselves in the house, man. We probably wrote Dirty Money. It was a short time. I don't know if it was a month or six weeks, but it was in that time frame. So Dang. just writing, we writing this book. But you know what? She stopped crying. She stopped feeling down. Now she she on my ass. She like, man, no, no, my chapter better than yours. And, and I saw that it, uh, I saw that it made her happy. So it made me happy. And you know that's how we birthed dirty money, right? We we lost the baby, but we created one. And, oh, no. that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So that's how we got started. That's 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 the start. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. That and, is. Yeah. and then also, I just want to add one thing, right? Like us starting off writing fast and like, all right, we're going to kill this in a short amount of time. It trained us to write books quick. And that's why we got so many books because, you know, from the get go, we was like on a speed race, you know? So, mm. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's dope. So, are you and Ashley like any characters in y'all books? All of them. Oh, really? No, but, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, to me, to me, the most um, the the characters that resemble us the most is Carter and Mia Moore. That those are the characters that we took directly from our personalities. That's everybody's favorite characters. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. So okay. Yeah. That's okay. dope. That is. Okay, so what advice would you give someone who is an upcoming author? Okay, that's that's easy. Um, people ask me every day, yo, how you write so many books? How you get a mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I just break it down like this. Like, I'm not a contractor. You're not a contractor. So if I told you to go and build a house right now, you wouldn't know what to do. You'd be like, what the fuck? I can't build no house. Right. But mm-hmm. on the flip side, if I say, hey, go and place this brick down as perfectly as you can, they can do that. You can do that. Boom. The next day I say, hey, go and place this brick as perfectly as you can. Right. The next day I say the same shit. Eventually you will have a house. Right. Mm. So so that's what writing a book is like every day you place that brick down. And that's just writing a little. You keep on writing. It might take you one month. It might take you four years. But you got to be consistent. And mm-hmm. That's how you complete a book. That's how you get a book. Yeah, that, that that's my advice. 
consistent. So yeah, y'all hey, heard that out there. Yeah, consistency. That's, what, that's you heard that, Raven. Yeah, 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 I heard it. I got it. All right. Took it in. All right, now because we got a, a, a few people that's you know trying to write some books, and they mm-hmm. just he just gave you that motivation. Yeah, mm-hmm. brick. That's it. Just keep that in your back pocket, brick by brick. That's how you'll do it. Hey, consistency mm-hmm. is everything. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So, so you say you working on the movie? Well, you know, finishing up the movie with Baby and an NBA Young Boy. Yeah. So, outside of that, is there anything you know that's coming up soon? What the people can expect? Any books coming out real soon? Yeah, I got a I got a project with Fifty coming up. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And, uh-huh. and I'm writing the Flores twins. I'm writing a book. That's the the two twins I was right under Chapo. Mm. So I'm 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 about ninety percent done with that. I talk to him every day, and um. Oh, that's so man. That's cool. And um, I I was writing Alpo's book, but he got you know he got murdered. Um, God rest his soul. Um, so I, I don't know if that's a project we're gonna go through with. Mm-hmm. But um, those are the three main things that's that's been on my plate. And um, my 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 new book. I got a new book called cartel queen and this is it's some of my best work cartel queen cartel queen okay. yes sir no that's dope that is <laughs> man that's man what i say i have been uh in the all and i st- i'm still over here in the all and nervous and all that stuff because listen 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 for real jay listen we have interviewed uh um rappers and all these other people but i'm dead ass fan out because man i love these books can you tell ashley i love her too <laughs> i love yep. y'all yep, y'all sir. out here doing some good work man especially like i want to write books and stuff man <sighs> yeah usually i'm not all this ditzy and stuff but it's i promise it's it's all compliments but all right so boom let's go ahead and get into the question of the day Okay, you you ready, ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I ain't get. I ain't getting ready. Okay, so Jay, would you rather live until you're 200, uh-huh. or go back 200 years for 200 days and live with your ancestors? Oh man, that's a shit. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, and you aging like you're gonna be 200 and you aging. Uh- like you ain't gonna look like how you look the whole your whole life. Uh, well, well, <laughs> yeah, like like we got to keep it a buck. I'm a black man, right? Right. But, team ball head, team ball head, black man. You feel me? So, <laughs> so, so you tell me, did you want to go back 200 years? You know what I'm saying? I, like I don't know. I don't think I got the. I don't got the discipline to not be on some Nat Turner shit back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Right. It's, it just was a different time. You know what I'm saying? I just don't feel me as the man I am today. I I go back 200 years, I get killed the next day. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, I don't think I could withstand all the tumultuous uh, things that they was doing to our people. You know what I'm saying? I go all out. You know what I'm saying? So maybe it, I live till I'm 200 you know, I, I'd rather see the future and how far we came at that point. Yeah. Okay. I live to 200. Live to 200. Dude, what okay. would you do? I probably live to 200, too. <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to I'm live to 200. Yeah, going back then, I, I ain't going to last long. 
I'm gonna be out of control. So Cause you know, some people be honorable, like I'll go back and then no. I was like trying to save slavery and so we'll get out of slavery and the black people will be, you know, some people try to be honorable. Yeah. Yeah, no. You say yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. What about you, Raven? No, nah, I'm on the same thing. I'm I'm two hundred, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm okay. sagging around. Everything's <laughs> sagging on me. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> So, 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 Jay, you know, we're going into the weekend. And uh, so we got some people that listen to us and the okay. people that, that love you. You know what I'm saying? Fill them up. You know, tell us something good. Um, I, um, I got to get out of here. Let me, let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all something. Okay. All right. So in life, I learned, right? Uh-huh. Never chase two rabbits because you end up losing them both. Right? And if you think about that, that's about anything in life. You focus on two different things. You would never accomplish one. Mm. So don't chase two rabbits because you will lose them both. So if you got something and you focus on it, you want to do it, go after that aggressively. Right. And I Mm. think that's the trick to success. Don't do too many things at once. Pick a dream and and go for it. Because if you do that, ain't nothing going to stop you, sir. Yeah, that, that's what I say. That's what I say. Mm. Okay, okay. I ain't never that's heard it good. put like that. Me either. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like yes. that, man. We definitely man, appreciate you yeah, taking the time. I know you got a busy schedule, man, but taking the time to come over here, come on the podcast with yes. you know, two two up and coming podcasters, man. So to take the time to do that, man, that's dope for real. Nah, it was. this was cool, man. Like I've been on a lot of podcasts. I've been on Combat Jack. Brilliant idiots, um, premium Pete, man. But this is like one of my favorites, man. Y'all are so cool. Both oh. yeah. I, I, like come back when I'm not even like nervous. Nah, nice. I'm so much funner. Nice. It's all good. We, we can do it again. Y'all just let me know. We'll make it happen. Man, oh, bet, okay. man. Appreciate that Tell for real, me. man. Yes, tell the people. Go ahead, and for all the people who are not already like following you, can you let them know where they can follow you and where to find your all your books and everything at? Yeah, so you can follow me at Real Jaquavis, R E A L J A Q U A V I S, and that's everywhere. Every social media platform um, is Real Jaquavis, and um, our books are um, in Walmart, Target, um, Amazon. And um, you can go to coldmanbooks.com um, for the new releases. Um, but everywhere books are sold, we pretty much there. So, yeah. That's it. Okay. All right. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Y'all already know. Y'all can hit us up on Instagram at Champagne and Sugar Cookies. Our TikTok is Champagne and Sugar Cookies. Our Gmail is Champagne and Sugar Cookies. And our Twitter is champagne and as an N-word sugar. If y'all trying to come on a show, y'all already know. We love to hear y'all stories. We love to talk to y'all. Just, you know, reach out to us. Y'all already know. Yeah, go ahead and pull up, man. Once again, thank you, Mr. Chiquavis Coleman. Appreciate so that for real for coming through, showing us love, man. Thank you, man. Definitely. Man, God bless, that, man. So y'all likewise, likewise. Y'all already know what it is, man. I'm your boy D Walk. And I am your girl, Lady Ray, and this is the Champagne and Sugar Cookies podcast, the People's Podcast. Yes, sir. Peace.